Bill Michael Show. We continue on hour number three of the program. Hour number three. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue Sauce. Oh, my God, they're such good, uh, such good guys over there. Greg and everybody over at Burn Pit BBQ, they're veteran-owned, based in Racine, Wisconsin. They were a startup a few years back. They've had a lot of success, and uh, you keep supporting them, and it's fantastic. Whether it's barbecue sauces or the rubs or the hot sauces, go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com, and tell them we sent you. They're good, good people. Joining us now on the hotline, how he got second billing in the Kenny and Heilprin show, I have no idea, but uh, the sports director of WOZN out in Madison, Zach Heilprin joining us. Zach, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great, Bill. So first of all, congratulations on the nuptials. I saw on Facebook you had a blast and uh, you, you nice wedding and everything's copacetic and good now? Yeah, it was awesome. Went out to Hawaii for uh, for a week and got married on the beach and had to come back to the snow but no it was uh it was an awesome week we had a great time i uh i gotta admit uh, have you ever seen the movie forgetting sarah sarah marshall yes all i kept thinking about when i saw you guys on the beach was when i can't remember the actor's name when he runs through he's all pissed off and he screams oh wedding on the beach in hawaii real original yeah no it was uh yeah it was I get, you know, the, the lack of originality, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was, and we were on the beach for like 15 minutes at most. There was, yeah. Uh, and then, then went to a luau, so we got even more original after that. That's awesome, though. Congratulations, man. That's, that's great Appreciate for you it. guys. So, yeah, absolutely. So let, let's get into it. First and foremost, uh, Johnny Davis back, which is good news for the Badgers. How much do you think, if any, that ankle hurts him? I think it's – I mean, I certainly think it's not 100%. He know what? He wasn't 100% going into the Purdue game. He said he had a, a bone bruise on his uh, heel in that game. But uh, this is a different injury. This is a, this is a sprained ankle. I, think, I mean, he's been limited in practice this week. I, I, I certainly expect him to be out there tomorrow. I don't know if he'll be at 100%. But, um, you know, if he plays the way he did against Purdue, you know, I think they'll be just fine. The uh, the team itself they lose that last game of the regular season. Hey, you know sometimes it's all about momentum going into the postseason. I've seen this team come out uh, pretty pretty gnarly after losses and then really kind of put things back on track. Give me your thoughts uh, as to the loss to Nebraska and now moving forward. Well, if you ask Ben Kenny, that's a really good Nebraska team, so it's it's not that bad of a loss. Um, I think most people would uh, disagree with that and say it's a really bad loss because you could have. Uh, won the Big Ten outright, but Wisconsin has not lost back-to-back games yet this year. They uh, they really do come out and play much better uh, after losses. We saw it after the loss to Rutgers. They went on and what four or five straight wins after that. So I, I think that they have the right mentality. They put it behind them pretty quickly. This one probably a little bit more difficult to put behind them because uh, of what it cost them. But they know that there's another championship at stake. They they won a championship. No one losing to Nebraska doesn't take away from what they did in all year going 15 and five, but they have another opportunity to win another championship. And I think that's where their, their focus is. So I, I expect them to bounce back. I don't expect there to be any kind of a hangover from, from what happened against the Huskers on Sunday. What is the expectation uh, of this team? And not just in the big 10 tournament, but more so moving forward into the NCAA tournament. Well, I think uh, at the beginning of the year, there were a lot of people that thought they weren't going to make the tournament at all. I think what they've done this year has made them, I don't want to say a guarantee. Like I, I think it'd be a disappointment if they don't make it to the second weekend. I think that's probably safe to say they're going to be either a two or three seed likely 
when uh, the things come out on Sunday, they're almost surely going to be in Milwaukee. To not win both of those games with a home, essentially at home would be a huge disappointment. So I, I think making the second weekend is is uh, would be a success. And then when you get there, anything can happen. We saw that. We've seen that in their other trips to the Sweet 16, where they've been uh, where they beat you know um, where they gotten really close to getting to the Elite Eight in that uh, 2016 and 2017 seasons, and things didn't go their way down the stretch. Anything can happen once you get there. But getting the second uh, weekend, I think, is where. Uh, I would call it a success. What do they need to do in the Big Ten tournament, in your opinion, to really kind of solidify themselves, uh, you know, uh, as far as the seeding goes in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I, I think they got to win tomorrow, uh, especially if it's Maryland. I mean, if it's Michigan State, who is going to be a tournament team, okay, Maryland's not going to be in the tournament unless they win the Big Ten tournament. So uh, you can't lose that game, I think, if you're going to guarantee yourself. I, I really think that they're, they're locked into Milwaukee, but – you know, if you win tomorrow, you have a really good shot of being a, a two seed and then likely potentially matching up with, um, you know, with uh, Purdue and having another shot at that would, to add another win there would almost guarantee a two seed. So, like, I, it, it's vital that they win tomorrow, uh, especially if it's Maryland. You don't want you don't want to give the committee any kind of uh, opportunity to push you down and and uh, look at your metrics and say oh look and then they lost to nebraska and maryland to close the year they shouldn't be they shouldn't be a uh, two seed they shouldn't be a three seed they shouldn't be in milwaukee and all that kind of stuff that could potentially happen i i, I don't envision that happening but um, you don't want to give the selection committee right now any any gas to work with what has i mean this team obviously throughout the season they win the big 10 and they win it the way they've done it but i i look and i start to think down the stretch in the tournament, you really need some decent quality minutes coming off of the bench. They don't get a lot of scoring off the bench. What do you think has to happen for this team to be, uh, I'm not going to say deeper, but to sustain, to be able to get through uh, You know, the, the at least the first couple of rounds of the NCAA tournament? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when it comes to the NCAA tournament, it's usually the team that has the – I shouldn't say it. That's maybe more in the NBA. But, like, if you have the best player on the floor, you've got a really good shot of winning every single game you play. And Wisconsin's going to have that. You're right that they haven't had the scoring all the time off the bench. They've had it. They've actually gotten some good contributions, though. I mean, Chris Vote had, I think, 13 points the other day. Um, they've gotten uh, Jacoby Neath at times, uh, Jordan Davis at times. Like, you're not going to get a ton there. I, they certainly are missing Lauren uh, who it doesn't appear is going to be returning at any point this season. Um, so that that's a that's a big knock because he's your backup point guard and he was getting a ton of minutes off the bench. So that's not ideal. But you need Johnny to be Johnny. And, uh, you know, we've seen in big moments him come up and, and make big-time plays in and, and the NCAA tournament. I think that's largely what it's about. Uh, the other thing that you would love to see happen is for them to, to hit some three-pointers. Um you know, they, they right. are a really poor three-point shooting team. They I think they finished a season at either 31 or 32% from three. It's uh, one of their worst seasons in Wisconsin history from three. And for them to be able to win the Big Ten they, the way they did, with you know, being the worst three-point shooting team in the conference is just amazing. Uh, but if they can get Brad uh, to hit some, you know, uh, some three-pointers the way he was in the middle of the season, that'd be a nice boost as well. 
Yeah, when you look at this team, you go through that stretch where they beat Iowa, they beat Purdue, they beat Maryland, Ohio State. They were actually shooting the ball really, really well, and then they went back to being kind of cold from beyond the arc. So I, that I agree with. They just you need to get hot. And I've always said you got to be good, you got to be healthy, you got to be hot, you got to be lucky. And, and hot, it really has something to do with it in the tournament. How much does Johnny Davis, uh, being from Wisconsin, playing at Wisconsin, what do you think that means for recruiting within the state of Wisconsin? Yeah, I think I it's a it's a good question. It's a good thought because I know he wants it. I know uh, he has told. I think he, there's an article today, but he's talked about it throughout the season that he thinks that what he's been able to do should open up everybody else's eyes as to what Wisconsin is. This isn't uh, a, a school that's going to all of a sudden have an NBA talent and then not use them. If they have an NBA talent, if they have guys like that, they're going to use them. I remember talking with Bo Ryan about it years ago saying, um, you know, there's like this, this three-star guy that uh, in, in a, a recruiter was telling Bo about him, and he's like, he'd be perfect for your program. He'd be perfect for your program. And Bo's like, that's awesome, but what about this five-star guy? Would he be awesome for my program too? Um, so, like, there are – I think it's changing – a little bit of changing of the narrative. Now, we've seen – they had two guys drafted in the first round in 2016, and it didn't necessarily – help recruiting you know what i mean with with sam decker and um and uh frank kaminsky now johnny's a little bit different he's going to go on he's going to go in the lottery and be the first you know be uh and be the highest pick probably since Devin harris back in 2005 i don't know i you would hope it changes something i think the the proof will be in what greg guard and his staff is able to do in recruiting these next few years whether it did or not you would hope it would I'm not totally convinced yet. Uh, Greg Gard gets the coach of the year, deservedly so. And I, I guess, you know, when we look at Gard and what he's done twice in the last three years, what is the what, what, is there a ceiling for what Gard can do in the recruiting process and what he's been able to do even facing adversity and such? How good do you think Coach Gard is? I think he's a really good coach. I think he's a, a really good X's and O's coach. I think he was, as an assistant, a great recruiter. I mean, a lot of the big names that came through here, especially out of the state of Minnesota, were great guard recruits and guys that he was able to, to bring into this program. Um, so I, I think he's he doesn't get nearly probably the credit that he deserves um, because he was in Bo Ryan's shadow for so long. I don't know what the feeling is. I mean, I, I we, we saw this team go to a national championship game. Now, is that a, is that a possibility? Uh, on a regular basis, probably not. But can you put together something like they've done this year or, uh, you know, back to 2015, every, you know, half a decade or so? I, it appears to be the case. Like, I, I, I think that they have the ability to compete on a national level. They've shown that. Um, I, the ceiling. Are they ever going to become a blue blood? No. But can they be competitive in the Big Ten every single year and compete for a Big Ten title and compete to be in – Sweet 16s and, and make a push to a Final Four. I, I definitely think that's the case, and under great guard, uh, especially the case. Uh, when it comes to the Big Ten, I mean, we know that Tom Izzo has been kind of the gold standard for quite some time, and obviously has won championships and such. And Michigan's been good, but it's been a while since they've been back to the Final Four. Badgers have been there. If they get back there, say again in the next uh, three, five years. And do it with two different coaches. Does that? My assumption is that that then begins. You start to look at the Wisconsin Badgers without actually winning a title, 
as is really kind of grabbing a hold of the top of the Big Ten, an incredibly uh, competitive conference. Indiana, who used to be the blue blood, they've been unseated. Michigan State's taken over that top spot. Ohio State has gotten better, but they're more uh, the name of the program than it is just that basketball is that good there. Basketball's been good here for quite some time, for over a decade now. So uh, getting to the Final Four, would you say, in the next couple of years, really begins to solidify Wisconsin's basketball program and gets it past being just a football powerhouse? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they've done that. I mean, it's been... It's been 20 years now, right? Like, it's been 20 years since Bo Ryan and them showed up. Uh, him and Greg Gard and, and the rest of them showed up and won a Big Ten title their first year. And they've got six titles in that time. Uh, Michigan State's the only team with more. I was I, I was shocked to see that Illinois hadn't won one since 2005 when they, uh, when they uh, Wisconsin, let them in the back door on Sunday. Like, the Wisconsin and Michigan State, last 20 years, are the class of this um, – uh, of this conference. And you could throw Ohio State in there as well. And Michigan at times, they've made, as you mentioned, made Final Four runs. But when it comes down to it, like the consistent over the last 20 years, only Michigan State can be on the same level as Wisconsin. And uh, if they're able to push to a Final Four, whether it's this year or in, or in the next few years, yeah. I mean, no, oh, Do we lose them? I think we did. There you go. That's Zach Heilprin. Okay, there we go. Got you back. Yeah, no, it's it's been like Tom Izzo has been to what nine Final Four, something like some ridiculous number like that. It's very difficult for me to say that they'll be able to get past that. But at the top of the conference, it's them and Michigan State, um, and, and then a little bit below them is Ohio State, Michigan, and further down Illinois and Purdue, and that in and that like like just the last twenty years, it's it's really Michigan State and Wisconsin, and I just don't know if they'll ever be able to get past Michigan State because of what Tom Izzo has done over his entire time there. Zach, good stuff. Uh, enjoy the tournament, and uh, we'll talk more down the road, okay? All right, sounds good, Bill. Thank you. Appreciate it, pal. There you go, Zach Kyle, for joining us on the hotline for a, a brief period of time. By the way, for as bad as they've been, I mean, they have sucked swamp water for the most uh, for the most part in this game. Indiana has climbed to within six of Michigan, and the momentum has clearly shifted in the Big Ten tournament towards the Hoosiers. And uh, it's a physical game, but and sloppy as sloppy gets. But uh, Indiana has climbed back into this thing, and they're starting to feel it. So, Bill, and you go. I, for the record, do not think Nebraska basketball is good. Um, I have apologized for my tweet last night. I need to defend myself after Zach <laughs> led his spot off okay. by that. Last time he came at me was Michigan versus Ohio State in football. I said Michigan would win. He called me, you know, crazy person. Then they did, so. Yeah, well, okay. Myself. All right. Sounds good. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. If you want to do more defense, you can. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Indiana has it to within a point. 6.05 left to go in the first contest of the Big Ten tournament. Indiana has got it back. They were down by as much as 13 
in this game, and it looked like Michigan, even though it was a sloppy game, it looked like Michigan was just going to run away with it. And Indiana has now climbed back, and suddenly uh, Michigan shooting woes have become uh, very prevalent. And Your Indiana, guy, he choked. <laughs> and Indiana has uh, has gotten to within a point, and uh, picks up the board, gets back down to the other end of the floor, and a foul. And Indiana is going to get a chance to either tie it and or take the lead after trailing for the majority of this contest. And Indiana fans loving it, loving it. And it's kind of like a home game since they're playing in Indianapolis. Are they in Indianapolis or uh, Chicago? Indianapolis. Indianapolis, who would have thought? Um, but, yeah, there you go. So they have now tied the ball game up. Good stuff. If uh, Michigan gets beat, I will not cry one iota. Not one. Ben, you got money on this game by any chance? No. Um, I had DePaul last night, and they lost by 35. Okay. But no, I'm saving it. Do you think it's bad? So <laughs> here, so all my friends are going to Chicago this weekend. Um, okay. And I was going to go with them to visit some friends I have that live there, but I like I, I can't miss this tournament. Like I can't not watch it. So I think right. I'm going to stay behind. Do you think that's weird? Uh, no. Um, now, what are they doing in Chicago? Uh, the classic young 20-year-old activity to do on a Saturday. Okay. Because Chicago's opening back up now? Yeah, or it has okay. been. Eh, it's kind of been. It, it just was, a, a what, a week ago? They finally took away the mandates and the vax cards and all that stuff? Because I know at the House of Blues, we were going to go to the House of Blues, and you had to show your vaccination card, and you had to be wearing a mask, Unless, of course, you were drinking, which pretty much meant that you had to keep the bottle up to your lips the entire time. But, uh, but you know, with all of that going on, it was kind of like, eh, it really kind of kind of threw a bucket of cold water on the experience. So I wasn't going to go back uh, there unless I absolutely positively had to. Now, we had to last week, but it was great because the mandates were lifted and we were fine going into the restaurants. But, uh, but yeah, now that everything's opening back up, yeah, head back to Chicago. I don't, I don't mind. It's a great place to visit. I just would never want to live there. Never want to live there. Terrible. I think I don't know. I might I might stay back. Okay, I don't blame you. I now now let me ask you this though: Where are you sitting down to watch the games? My couch, probably. Okay. See, I it, when I get into some of these games, I got to pick my game, and the game I got to head out and watch. That that's that's my thing. So. Uh, you know, well, like if it's a weeknight, you know, and I, there's a game, it's destinational. I usually don't sit on the couch. I usually head down to the bar. I'm downstairs. I've got like a beverage in front of me. I've either grilled something. I've made something. I've ordered something, whatever it happens to be. Good cigar, ready to go. Game time. Maybe even have my laptop next to me just in case I feel like just going crazy. Um, big game on the weekend. Got to go somewhere. I'm either down nice ash or i'm down stenny's or i'm you know over at the social one of the bars that you know advertise with us whatever i'm usually hanging out big game gotta go gotta watch it with a bunch of other fans but tournament itself yeah i'm, I'm hunkered on the couch all damn day i'll build a fire down in the great room and call it a day but so if you're gonna if you're gonna sit at home are your buddies fanatical like you are or, or not yeah well some of my friends are also degenerate gamblers and like to watch depaul play basketball so um yeah they're they're definitely missing out. They be, like DePaul to watch DePaul play basketball. No, they gamble on such games and such teams that oh, okay. you've never heard of. East Jacksonville okay. State. That line There's of, nothing wrong with that though. I've taken no. I've taken a flyer on a couple of those. 
every now and then. Now, now are you doing it uh, a website? Or are you doing it? Uh, Not myself. Uh, via, okay. Just I uh, wasn't sure if you're out on a website someplace um, throwing down the uh, dollar bills or if you're doing it someplace else, like among friends, so to speak, when it comes to gambling. Sometimes it's it's a little bit of both for golf. It's definitely okay. between friends, but now I'll be out for the Badger game Friday night. Um, afterward, like I, I have three televisions in my living room, so I can watch everything. That's why I like to be there. Oh, okay, that sounds good. I I've got one big one in the great room, one big two of them in the living room, one big one on the wall, and another small one on the counter in the kitchen. But I've got five of them in the bar. And if you're sitting in a, in a chair that swivels, you can just spin around and just get yourself sick watch, watching basketball everywhere. So one outside, one down in the gym, and one here. in the. I need more in the office, actually. I need to get at least one more in the office. One below the big one, like put back-to-back two, two together, but I don't have that yet. It'll happen. Trust me. It'll happen. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, if you're going to be out and about this weekend, you're going to be watching some games. By all means, stop in and check out our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. Good food, great wings. The pig porker sandwich is fantastic, but they've got TVs everywhere. So if you're going out, checking something out over on Pewaukee Lake, you can watch the, uh, the, the lake begin to melt. Water actually start to show. Maybe you start to feel like summer again. Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill right there in Pewaukee. Great place to go. Tell Ryan and his staff we said hello. Ryan's such a good guy. They do a lot of good stuff for charity, too. So thanks to them. Um, K-Dog says the show rocks. K-Dog, you the man. Um, <laughs> this, who is this from? This, was, was, this wasn't Michael, was it? No, James. James cruising around listening to the program, by the way. And he said, uh, how many times can you say erectile dysfunction in one city block? He's out driving around in Eau Claire with the show blaring right now, listening to the new male medical read. He said, how many times can you say erectile dysfunction in one city block? If you got it, it becomes more significant. If you don't, then you just kind of giggle or you kind of move on. You kind of look around to see who's on the street corners, things like that. Check for stoplights. Make sure you're not running them. And then continue on with the program. But thank you very much for listening and blaring us in Eau Claire. i got to get back to Eau Claire. I love that place. I love heading up the Old Abe Trail in Chippewa Falls. I love getting uh, into Eau Claire and going over to the, uh, to the golf course and uh, getting over to Wild Ridge. Great place. God love going to Eau Claire. Got to get back up in that direction. 877-867-1670, Tom says, I think uh, Aaron's going to try for three Super Bowl total. That puts him above Favre, and he realizes that he'll never beat Bart Starr, but he will have more Super Bowls than Bart Starr. So if he wins another one this year, he'll come back for another shot. See, if he wins one this year, I agree with you. If he goes through this year, they don't get it. Kind of heartbreak. Maybe the next year after that, they put up a really good, uh, um, you know, front, so to speak. They get a little more money in the coffer, and they go out, and, and, and the um, salary cap goes up. They go out, they get themselves another win. Yeah, I still see. Uh, maybe you get one more. You know, um, K Dog says, "Got to get up to the New London area." I've never been. Never been to New London. You're right. You're right. I have to get up that way. Uh, 877-867-1670. I've taken phone calls. Your thoughts on Rodgers? Baseball looks to be back. At some point today, we expect an announcement that baseball is back. Hoping for that. 
You've got Indiana right now that is stormed back. They now have a three-point lead over Michigan going into the break with only about three and a half minutes yet to play. Fired up about that. Good tournament stuff. There's a lot of good stuff happening right now. Loving it. Bucks get a win last night. By the way, um, Coach Budenholzer uh, reached his 200th win as the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, becoming just the fourth coach in franchise history to tally 200 wins. And he did it faster than any other coach that's ever guided the Milwaukee Bucks. He beat it by 20 games, as a matter of fact. So congratulations to Coach Budenholzer. Bucks getting to get another win, too, last night. Bucks are rolling right now, very quietly. Uh, in case you haven't been following, the Bucks are Bucks have been rolling. Bucks right now number two in the East. They were down around number four, but then again, only a game and a half, two games, maybe three. Divide uh, number one and, and number six. The Bucks have been right there. Oh, and, hey, but, you know I what tonight say, is tonight is uh, Ben Simmons heading back into Philadelphia. Correct? It is. Is he playing? No, he is sitting on the bench, oh, which well. might be even better. Then again, yeah, you're right, because he's going to – and I, I was seeing it all over today that he is going to be there. So it's not like he's not going to be there. He's going to be there tonight. <laughs> Philadelphia hosting the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn now 10 and a half games back. They are sitting at number eight in the standings. The Milwaukee Bucks number two, only two games behind the Miami Heat. Philadelphia, a half game behind the Bucks. Bulls, a game and a half behind the Bucks. By the way, a big game coming up on the 22nd um, in about 10 days uh, at the Fiserv Forum between uh, the Bucks and the Bulls. Starting to become a good rivalry again as the Bulls are starting to get better. Bulls have played some pretty good basketball this season. I, I tell you what, I, I really like Donovan as a head coach. Good dude, man. Good dude. Uh, but, you know, obviously, uh, Zach Levine, solid this year. DeRozan has just played really, really good basketball. Every time you see a highlight, it used to be Zach Levine all the time. DeMar DeRozan's been dominating the highlights this season for that team. So good good rivalry going on again between Chicago and Milwaukee. Finally, it's uh, the rivalry is back. Good, good in that sense. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout again, 877-867-1670. Pella winners and doors of Wisconsin. They've been telling you for a long time that they're the best. Have them in my home. That's how much I believe in them. If I'm buying them, not giving, but if I'm buying them, Kristen's buying them, as a matter of fact. She's got to put uh, a bay window in her house and another window downstairs in her home. She's going to Pella. That's how much we believe in Pella winners and doors of Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, there's there's some companies out there, they have one line, it's a vinyl. Here it is. Take it or leave it. Blah, blah, blah. At, at No, nay, nay. At Pella Windows and Doors, they have two different lines of vinyl. They have the Impervia, which is fiberglass. They also, which is stronger than, you know, even, you know, it's the strongest material they have, as a matter of fact. Then there's three different uh, lines of wood. Uh, that's six lines all together. Six lines all together to suit your taste, to suit your needs, to suit your budget, Roll screens, slider windows, you name it. Right now, they've got 18 months. You can choose. 18 months, no interest. 18 months, no interest. Or 300 bucks off each window, 700 bucks off of uh, an entry system, as they call it, an entry door. 
Uh, $1,000 off a Pella, uh, Pella patio door. They've got it all. Whatever you choose, be sure to book your choices right now by the end of the month. By March 31st, you get that uh, you get that choice. Set up your free consultation today. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. And don't forget, two weeks from tomorrow, we're going to be two weeks from tomorrow, we're going to be live. We're going to be 5 to 7 over at uh, Albanese's Roadhouse, right on Blue Mountain Road. Myself, Gina Della from Pella. We're not going to be there selling windows. We're going to be there bartending, celebrity bartending, and we're going to raise money, all the tips and everything, for a great uh, cause called Special Spaces, which builds bedrooms for children with cancer. So if you can come by, if you're within the sound of my voice and you're going to be in the Waukesha area, Blue Mountain Road, right across the street from Home Depot, next to Menards, down the street from Sam's Club, there's Albanese's Roadhouse. Come on in. We're going to be bartending 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock, Friday night the 25th. We're going to be raising money, tips, passing around the tip jar and that kind of thing for our friends from Special Spaces. So please come out and help us. Uh, we're going to have a great time, and the Happy Hour Live podcast is going to be going, the live stream. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun coming up on Friday night, uh, the 25th, and in, in two weeks and a day, two weeks and a day. They're up seven. Indiana has stormed back 71-64 with 153 left to go. They're going to break. Indiana is about to upset Jawan Howard. Kiss my ass. We got more coming up right after this. Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Ten seconds to go. I'll tell you this, uh, Indiana, they got a lot of heart, a lot of scrappiness. One of the dumbest teams when it comes to taking looks, taking uh, taking shots. My God, they can't take an uncontested shot if they absolutely positively had to. In the open looks, they tend to pass off. But uh, it's Indiana ball with a, uh, 10 seconds, almost 11 seconds to go in the contest. They're up by two, 71-69, coming back to play. This portion of the program, bye, i got to say hi to Steve. Steve. Steve sent me a nice email. I uh, said, Marcus and Nicole over at the Wrestling Taco, great people. And I couldn't agree more. He said, I've never heard of the place before, stopped in. Had a great margarita, watched the Bucks game last night on the big screen, and had a good conversation with Marcus. Really good food. Thanks for giving me a heads up. And I'll tell you, it is a really good place. Excuse me, 84th Street, just south of State Fair Park, uh, about two or three blocks down the road. If you're going to go south, and it's on the east side of the street, and just good people, genuine people, and people that just, they wanted to, they were looking for a restaurant to go to. They couldn't find one, so they built their own. They'd never owned a restaurant before. And they just want to make a go of it. And so I'm telling you, if you're going to go stop someplace, you're looking for Mexican food, looking for a margarita, or just some good Bucks conversation or sports conversation for that matter, go in and see Marcus. He's a better, by the way. He doesn't mind throwing down a little bit of gauge on some games. But go in and tell him we said hi. The Wrestling Taco. Wrestling Taco. Right there on 84th Street, just south of uh, the Wisconsin State Fair Park. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up if you choose to do it. We would love to hear from you. Uh, this is from, uh, who's this from? This is from Chris. Chris says, uh, hey, guys, great topic today regarding Aaron Rodgers. Most people seem to think that he's a jerk. I like him because he gives us a great opportunity to win every week. 
Uh, he also goes on to say that uh, he likes the combination of him and Matt LaFleur. Finally has a coach in there that knows what the hell he's doing and knows how to speak to Aaron Rodgers in his language. Uh, Chris, appreciate the email. Um, they have been good and on the same page, but I also think that Matt LaFleur came in with that mindset that he was going to get on the same page with Aaron Rodgers. He was going to be um, he was going to be um, open to to the guy that has to execute, you know, everything that he is going to. And I, you know, it's not just uh, it's not just Aaron Rodgers. I remember we had Aaron Jones on the program uh, a couple of years back, and Aaron Jones was pretty open uh, about about Matt Lafleur. He said, "Look, you know, we'll run something, and if I feel or or Tunyon or Mercedes or Devontae or anybody feels it just doesn't fit, it, it's not right." He said, we can go to coach. And he said, okay, let's scrap that. Either either figure out another way to do it or let's scrap it for another time and we'll bring it back and see what we can then do. And uh, and he's right. Um, I, I think there's an open-mindedness to Matt LaFleur in regards to all of that. So, um, And that's what makes a, a coach a good coach, you know, for the most part. If you have that ability to get your guys to believe in things, yeah. Uh, 877-867-1670, Indiana has now knocked off Michigan after they came storming back. They played about as poorly as you can possibly play. Ben, you watching this game? Oh, yeah. That was delightful. That is – that makes me smile. That makes me smile. Juwan Howard comes back. I am. I'm going to pay attention to it just to see what happens here. Uh, A half second ago, .5 seconds – to play in the contest, Indiana extending their lead now 74 69 uh, over Michigan. And loving it. Loving watching Dewan Howard go down. Love watching, yeah, although Indiana uh, not uh, the best uh, of games from them. They played a really sloppy game. Uh, oh, no, there's the handshake. You know, he didn't punch anybody there. But uh, Juwan Howard comes back only to watch his team fall by the wayside. I could not be happier if I was wearing feathered underwear right now and they were just tickling my behind. Oh, yeah. Love this. Not that I'm a huge Indiana fan, but I'll take Michigan going down every damn day of the week. Love it. Absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. I bet you uh, Juwan. Yeah, you're right. Michael says, I bet Juwan Howard wishes he was still suspended. The way he could blame uh, the loss on somebody else, on Martelli. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> I don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan. The whole state of Michigan. Yeah. Love it. Michigan has fallen to Indiana in the Big Ten tournament. Good stuff. I got a buddy of mine calling me. He hates Michigan too, but he's calling me during the show. What a dummy. Get him to call in. Yeah, I know, right? He should realize it. He's probably calling me to leave me a voicemail. Some kind of crazy ranting f michigan voicemail that's what he's doing right now i can guarantee it uh, he's just he's he hates michigan like you know if, if he could drive to michigan just to poop and then come home he would go to michigan for that, that that's that's how bad he can't stand michigan uh 877 troy says uh, hey guys uh, aaron Rodgers is not taking all the money uh, he's going to make it a cap-friendly deal for the first couple of years. That's our window of opportunity. Troy, uh, yes. He, he Put it this way. He had to. He wasn't going to make $46.6 million. First of all, they couldn't afford to do that if they wanted to. You'd have to get rid of half your team. You'd have to cut them loose. Uh, but he had to. 
He had to take a deal that was going to be cap friendly. So whether it's the twenty million, like uh, was originally reported a couple of days ago, uh, but but make no mistake about it, I think the numbers that Ian Rappaport threw out uh, by the time it's all said and done are probably going to be real. It's just going to be dependent upon how they disperse that money, and I think, um, I think the first two years are going to be really cap friendly, and I think that they are just praying beyond prayers that uh, the two years after that, that that TV rights deal really, really kicks in and we see people come back in droves to the NFL and merchandising and all that. And uh, then it goes up significantly enough to where that salary cap isn't as impeding, if you will, to have both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams under the cap. Because at that point, you're going to be saying goodbye to, to some of the other bigger contracts. Um, but you're going to have to figure out Jair. That's Jair, Devondre Campbell. Those are some of the next guys to fall. That's that's what you're looking for. Wisconsin, they await the winner of Maryland and Michigan State. Going to be playing at uh, 5.30 Central Time tomorrow night. Uh, you've got Indiana now going to face Illinois, as uh, Illinois being the number one seed, Indiana and Michigan. Getting there, you've got Northwestern getting the win yesterday. Northwestern's now going to take on Iowa. And uh, then you've got Minnesota and Penn State went out at Penn State getting the win. Penn State's going to get Ohio State. So you've got uh, Rutgers uh, waiting in the wings. Uh, Ohio State would be waiting in the wings. you got Michigan, Michigan waiting in the wings. So uh, a lot of good stuff in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, and then you got the Big East tournament. Don't forget about Marquette. Can't forget about Marquette. Marquette's going to be playing today, too. Marquette's playing today. They're not going to be playing uh, tomorrow. I mean, hopefully they're playing tomorrow, but uh, Marquette's going to be playing today. So looking forward to that. 877-867-1670. Next up on the docket, Northwestern in Iowa. Going to be going at it uh, in the Big Ten tournament. And uh, then uh, I had mentioned uh, the Big East tournament um, for Marquette as well. And Marquette going to be playing at one uh, thirty today. They take Creighton. They take on Creighton in the Big East Tournament at Madison Square Garden. So best of luck to uh, Marquette and the Golden uh, Golden Eagles. Um, they're saying, oh, yeah, Rick, uh, you're right. The, uh, the Amazon deal um, with the additional television rights deal and Amazon kicking in, it's going gonna, it's gonna to add a boost, if you will. To, uh, to the NFL salary cap. No, you're correct. The, the, all the different streaming services they're giving out and all the money they're making now on all these different deals, you're right. It's going to go up. I don't know how significantly it's going to go up, but it's going to go up, without a doubt. Um, by the way, uh, if you want uh, tuning us in from earlier, the uh, uh, MLB and the MLBPA has uh, closed the gap. The international draft really was one of the other stumbling blocks. They've kind of figured that out. So the league has now submitted a proposal to the MLBPA in regards to some of the other sticking points for money. They've been wanting to get this thing done, obviously, but now they're closer than ever. So we'll see if by later today, if by later today, uh, they're able to work this out. Uh, MLB has submitted their counteroffer to the Players Union. Uh, things are moving along. They're getting close. I would assume by later today, it should finally be done. We should be talking about spring training and a start date of April 14th, Thursday, April 14th. That is when the Milwaukee Brewers will be hosting the St. Louis Cardinals. And that, my friends, 
should be opening day. Ben, do we got to take a break? Am I late? Yeah, we're fine. We have one we're more. We're fine? We have one more? Okay. We could take a break. Okay. Why? Well, I mean, I got to take one more before the top of the hour, right? Yep. Okay. Because I, I looked down at the clock and I'm like, I completely lost track of time. I got so wrapped up in Indiana beating Dewan Howard. I got, I got so fired up for that that I completely lost all track of time. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. program i don't know if you saw it but yesterday um ben did you see the uh the hall of fame induction for the world golf hall of fame and tiger being inducted i saw some of the videos on twitter did you see his his daughter introducing him no his uh, tiger woods daughter introduced him and uh, was the presenter and she um and i just retweeted the the portion of it but he gives a shout out to steve stricker which was which was awesome um, so she, uh, it, it's very brief. It, it's not a long segment, but she basically says, you know, she inducted her father into the, you know, the dad hall of fame, uh, years ago. And she said, now I'm, you know, proud to present my dad, you know, Tiger Woods and induct him into the uh, world golf hall of fame. And everybody stands and cheers and he comes out, you know, and he's crying. And then the first thing he says is I just lost a bet. I bet Steve Stricker that I wouldn't cry. <laughs> so shout out to Steve Stricker. As uh, I'm sure he collected on some kind of bet backstage, whatever that happens to be. But a uh, really cool moment. He's apparently doing well also. Um, Tiger? No, Steve Stricker. Steve Stricker, yes, yes. I, as a matter of fact, I saw his video uh, of him putting. And he said about a month before he returns to actually, actually playing, uh, attempting to play. But, yeah, he was, he was really sick, um, you know, for a while. And he has battled back, and, uh, you know, so kudos to Steve Stricker and, and so glad to see him back and feeling better and, and putting. We were watching uh, on his Twitter. I think it was his Twitter feed. Um, he was out putting, and just it, it was like, in, you know, it was in a loop. So he kept draining the same putt, you know, and you're like, all right, all right, all right, you know. But uh, Steve Stricker is uh, feeling much, much better. So, so, you know, prayers are answered, answered in that particular sense. So good for Steve Stricker. Uh, 877-867-1670. Another hour of the program yet to go. Um, you, this this one is from Matt. Matt says, do you have any concerns that Aaron Rodgers has considered retiring so many times now? This isn't, this isn't Brett Favre. And I thought Pat McAfee had something rather poignant to say that might have got glossed over because he is such a, such a verbose and, and, and loud character. But Pat McAfee even. Okay, and I've heard this from other guys and from other players. Pat McAfee said that he, he, I mean, he retired at a young age. Okay, granted, he's not a quarterback. He's not, you know, some big-time wide receiver. He's a kicker, all right? But um, when he said, I was thinking about retirement, he said, you are afraid of retirement. And it wasn't until he wasn't afraid of retirement anymore that he retired. I've heard other players say that that it's not so much that they're thinking about not doing it anymore because 
when you think about the rigors that you have to put your body through to get ready for a season, you think about that when you're going in the age of 31, 32, you know, when it comes to the NFL. I mean, granted, you're playing for the money, you're playing for that big contract and such, but, you know, you start thinking about it then, unless, of course, you're really close to a championship you've never won and thinking there's one more year, there's one more year, there's one more year. But guys will start thinking about, man, I'd like to go just play on Sundays and I don't want to have to go through, you know, uh, you know, Wednesday through Friday. But he said it was when I wasn't afraid of retirement anymore that I decided to retire. The one thing that guys say continuously is it's not it's it's Sunday and the guys is waking up and knowing training camps going on and knowing you're not going to see your guys. It's waking up on a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday and you're not going in to see the guys or you're sitting at home. And you see the team that you played for come running out of the tunnel to 70,000-plus screaming, and you're not there to hear it. That's the fear, is that you fade off into anonymity because this is all you've worked for, is that fame, that fortune, that ability to be able to do that on that field of play, and now what? Now what? Is there something else that you can put that energy into, that you can put that passion into, that drive into, that competitive spirit into, that camaraderie into? Because you have the fear. This is all you've known from the time you were a kid. This is all you've ever done. And it's the fear of the unknown. And when you don't have that fear anymore, that's when a lot of guys say, short of you know having to retire because of injury, that's when they say they can finally make that determination as to whether or not they want to retire. So I'm not worried about Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers, I don't, for as much as people call him the diva, and I think to a certain extent he is, I don't think he has to be out there on a Sunday to feed the ego. I think it's more about, I really believe it's Wednesday through Friday that feeds the ego. Sunday is just merely, you know, putting his own stamp on things to wag his finger at you and say, I told you so. Another hour yet to go. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.